Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 60 is going to be from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Saving grace is received through obedient faith. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. In verse 8 of Ephesians chapter 2, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Everybody that has ever lived in this world, except for Jesus Christ, needed grace. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And so we see that everyone has sinned. Matter of fact, according to 1 John, if we say that we have no sin, we are a liar and the truth is not in us. Every single person needs God's grace because we all have sin in our lives that has separated us from God. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 and 2 tell us that sin separates us from God. And so in order to be made right with God, we need God's grace. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, that grace comes through faith. It's not something that we're just given with nothing that we have to do of ourselves. Yes, it is absolutely a free gift. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. But this gift has an if attached to it. If you walk in the light as he is in the light, you have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, continually cleanses you from all sin. If you walk in the light. Having faith is walking in the light. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. Having faith is how we go through Christ. It's how we walk down the narrow path of Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, and not down the broad path. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. If we cannot please God without faith, then we cannot receive God's grace without faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He rewards those who diligently seek him. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, we find how we seek God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. For by grace you have been saved through faith. The more knowledge we have of God's word, the more we know how to be saved. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, 
a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. For by grace you have been saved through faith. It is through faith that we thoroughly equip ourselves unto every good work by taking advantage of what's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. You see, faith is what brings us to God's grace. It's what tells us of Jesus and what he did for us upon that cross so that we can have our sins washed away through obedience to him. For by grace you've been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. The fact that it goes through faith does not remove the fact that it is a free gift that we have to do something in order to obtain that gift does not remove the fact that it is a free gift. Saving grace is received through obedient faith. In verse 9, it says, Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Not of works of the law. You see, the law is not going to save anyone. The law died on the cross. In Colossians chapter 1, and verse 14, there were two things that died upon the cross, Jesus and the law. And so it's not by works of the law that we're going to be saved. But according to James chapter 2, faith without works is dead. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, it says, Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your work is not in vain in the Lord. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. There are things that we have to do. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16 is one of his commandments where he has told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Why did he tell us to preach the gospel to the world? Because in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, it says they cannot hear unless there be a preacher, unless there's one that takes the word to them. The saving message, which is according to Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, is the power of God unto salvation. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Faith is knowledge of God's word. And so, if God's word is the power of God unto salvation, then if you do not know the power of God unto salvation, how can you receive his grace? Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved, but he who believeth not will can be condemned. You see, here it is. Here's the word of God. It says, go. It says, preach to the world because the message is the power of God unto salvation. He who believes this message and is baptized will be saved. This is how we come to God's saving grace. You go so that they can hear. You preach so that they can hear. And then he who believes that will be baptized in order to be saved. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, Paul was told, And why tarriest thou? Rise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. On the road to Damascus, 
Paul, then Saul of Tarsus, was blinded. And he was told to go to the road called Straight, where he would find Ananias the preacher. Now, Paul did not have to be obedient to the Lord, but he was obedient to the Lord. He recognized who he was dealing with. And so he went to the road called Straight, and where he prayed until Ananias got there. And when Ananias came in, in Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, he said, Why tarriest thou? Stop your praying. Jesus told you to come here and hear words by where you must be saved. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. And so Ananias told him, Why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins. In other words, arise and come to God's saving grace. Because it's in grace that your sins are going to be washed away. And simply because you go down into that water through obedience to God and what he has told us to do in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, you have not earned your salvation. You simply have been obedient. Remember, at the end of the day, after you've done all that you were commanded to do, still consider yourself unprofitable servant. You've only done that which was your duty. And so by going to Ananias, listening to what Ananias had to tell him, Paul had not earned anything. He had only been obedient to what Jesus had told him to do. And then Ananias instructed him on how to be saved. Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins. He still had not done anything in order to receive his salvation. He had not worked for his salvation. He had simply been obedient to what the preacher had told him to do because God had commanded him to preach the word. Read Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 17 through 21. Ananias had a responsibility to tell Paul what God wanted him to know, or blood was going to be required at his hand. Later in Acts chapter 20, Paul would say, I am pure of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. In other words, I have told others what they need to do in order to be saved, just like, <coughs> just like Ananias had instructed me. And so the fact that he arose and was baptized was not working his way to salvation, was simply being obedient. It was still a gift of God. Paul had no reason to boast after coming up out of that water. His sins were still washed away by God, not by anything that he had done, but by the blood of Christ and what Christ had done on the cross for him. That's why he had no reason to boast. And then verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. We were created for this purpose. We were created to do good works. We are God's workmanship created for good works. So even if you can say that there's nothing that we need to do on our part, and you can't do that because James is very clear, faith without works is dead. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 58, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your work is not in vain in the Lord. We were created for this. God created us for good works. He created us to be obedient to him. That's what that means. He created us to live a life of obedience to him. In Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 38, the Bible says, Now when they heard this, they heard what? They heard the saving message proclaimed. Remember, for by grace you've been saved through faith. What is faith? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So in Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, they heard Peter preach to them. And in verse 37, they had a response to it. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart 
and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? After hearing the saving message proclaimed, they asked this question. This is how they were saved through faith. This is how they received grace through faith. Peter answered their question. And Peter said to them, Repent, let each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the remission of sins. Be baptized for the remission of sins. You hear grace in that? They were saved through faith. They heard the saving message proclaimed, Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so they heard the saving message proclaimed. They asked Peter what to do. Peter told them what to do. Repent and let each one of you be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. In other words, to receive grace. You were baptized in order to receive grace so that you could be saved. It was nothing that they did. They did not do anything to receive their forgiveness. In other words, they could not earn it. They did not do anything to earn their forgiveness. They had to be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. For by grace you have been saved through faith, not, and not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. There was nothing at that point, after Peter had preached the gospel sermon to them, let me be very clear here, there was nothing that they could do in order to save themselves. The only thing that they could do is what Peter told them to do. Here's how you're saved. Repent and let each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is how you're saved. You stand condemned right now of killing the only begotten Son of God. It scared you. It's cut you to the heart. And you ask the question, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter's response was, repent and let each one of you be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 5, Paul said this, talking to the church at Rome, through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his namesake. Through him, through Christ, we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith. In other words, without obedience to the faith, you, they would not have been apostles or received grace. It was only through Christ that they were given the opportunity, because of obedience to the faith, to receive this grace and apostleship. In Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 7, the Bible reads, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through faith into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin." Notice here, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? 
Certainly not, or God forbid. How shall we who died to sin live any longer therein? In other words, how can we that have received the grace of God continue to live in sin? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. That newness of life is where they received the grace of God. Their sins were washed away. They were taken away so that they could be raised a new creature, reborn into this world through the water and having their sins washed away. Saving grace is received through obedient faith. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.